to 15k plus random movie reviews where we randomly pick movies from Metacritic's all-time movie list of over 15,000 movies covering everything from the best to the very worst bringing you our genuine impressions and candid opinions whether we like it or not hello and welcome to episode 47 of 15k plus random movie reviews this is colin and this is niall and this is random movie number 95 on our best oscar picture winner list it was the actual first ever movie to get a best um, it was called best production at that time it's uh, wings from 1927 although it only got the oscar in 29 i believe Correct. so it yeah it is a non talky it is the reverse of a talky <laughs> the opposite of a talky it's uh, and also to go along with that, it's two hours and 24 minutes long with a short intermission at the, at the time to go out and smoke your cigarettes as you did yeah, back the in the 20s. Yeah, the intermission was only like two minutes or something. Yeah. Ridiculously short. Yeah, on Metacritic, it's got a... playing. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, on Metacritic, it's got a meta score of 78 and a user score of TBD because not many people have reviewed it. Uh, had a budget of $2 million and brought in a box office in America and Canada of $3.8 million, so it's was talking big bucks back then uh it was directed by william a wellman who was a world war one pilot so he was he knew what he was doing and what he wanted to to uh, get across with a shooting of the, the the fighting scenes he directed a star was born which was remade back a few years ago with lady gaga which i haven't watched either but uh i heard it was pretty good uh so yeah it, it's it's it was interesting to go through a, to, a, a silent movie uh it was yeah. it was a it was an exercise in patience which i failed at <laughs> that it was my biggest gripe um it's probably an unfair gripe uh because of when it was shot but the fact that the the actors are talking and saying stuff on screen and then 30 seconds later the text pops up and then you have to read it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, if it was subtitled, that would be fine. I actually probably would have enjoyed it. Um, but damn. Yeah. Uh, it's painful. It's, painful. If I was doing this for like a college assignment or something like that, okay, I'd accept it. But it, it's, it's not a movie I'd watch for enjoyment. No, and I wonder if, you know, movie snobs would go, oh, it's amazing. It's the first Oscar winner. It's, a, you know, it's it's a classic. It's part of cinema history. But I just can't look past the fact, I don't know, maybe we're spoiled in this day and age or maybe we've been affected by the media that we interact with every day. But looking at people acting on screen with no voice and no dialogue is a painful experience oh completely and yeah obviously we're not proper cinephiles because we can't get past that but what was also annoying about it because it's a non-talky um the actors had to emote like crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) which means everybody's acting like you know they turn up to 11 so if i'm sad then i have to make it damn sure that the people watching can see the sadness in my eyes yeah, and that seems to be a characteristic of of silent movies. They have to put those sort of over dramatic facial expressions in it. Uh, I will. I did go down a rabbit hole of looking who Clara Bow is because I kind of found her, you know, quite appealing. You know, she's she presented and the girl next door in a very sort of nice way, and she had the sort of I don't know. She had some scenes where I was like, oh, and then I read into her real life story and it was horrific. So oh, really? was, yeah, yeah. Our mother was a psychotic or had psychosis and nice. Uh, this was done in 1927. And I think she retired and didn't, she did a couple of talkies, I believe, and then didn't, then retired at the age of 28 and married a cowboy, had two sons and then was in and out of sanitariums. Or sanatoriums, wow. whatever. Yeah, and then died of a heart attack at age sixty, I think. So not the nicest of lives before, and she was sort of there were scandals around her, and then her secretary was embezzling money, and 
Yeah, it's uh, and she there was a quote about something about she said something about Marilyn Monroe, which was supportive of Marilyn Monroe, but I can't remember now. But uh, she was wow. definitely, and you know what? Strangely enough, Taylor Swift is coming out with a new album in May, and her last the, her the last song on her album is called Clara Bow. Get out of town. Yeah, it's weird. It's just it's so coincidental that we've watched the movie and then one of the uh, most pop culture <laughs> icons of the 21st century, whatever century we're in now, is um, actually coming out with a song t- entitled Cloud uh, uh, As a Swifty, that's how you noticed that, right? Yeah, no, I was, I was going through all IMDb trivia and then the last one was, oh, uh, Taylor Swift's newest album which it doesn't come out for a few months yeah her last song on the, on the listing will be clara bow so a lot of swifties might come along and read and listen to this podcast <laughs> nice. because clara this, is bow, we, this is how we get rich this is it clara bow clara bow clara bow <laughs> did you say clara yeah. bow what about taylor swift taylor swift clara <laughs> bow there we go. That's, 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 yeah. that's good for 10,000 listens right there. Yeah, the algorithm will sort us out there. Anyway, I was, just got, I was interested in the whole um, timeline of, of talkies. Obviously, the jazz singer came out uh, around the same time, and this is deemed to be the first talkie, but it's not really. It's sort of, it's it's silent movie, but he sings in it and it live, and then Al Jolson actually ad-libbed in between scenes. Uh, and he came up with the famous line, oh, you ain't, ain't seen nothing yet. And that's that's where that derived from, I believe. But I just was watching a couple of YouTube clips of it. And well, if you could pass all the blackface thing, you know, but yeah. uh, that's a historic one. Then I was like, well, what's the first full talkie? And that was Lights of New York from 1928, which is on YouTube and fully watchable, but it's very wooden. And <laughs> there's a grainy hiss throughout the entire Throughout the entire movie, I didn't actually. Uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. it took them a, a couple of years to get the technology a little bit sorted. Yeah, and the Broadway Melody was the name of the first movie who got the first Oscar for the first full talkie in 1929. So the Wings came out and was you know it was in, in between things and obviously it was a bit weird watching the movie and hearing the gunshots and the explosions but then and the car like he was making the car go and it was spluttering and everything then you just don't hear the voices it was just my brain was going what's going on oh wow so you i, I got a version on youtube that didn't have the, the car noises or the shots so okay. oh well that's what i actually i read that today that a lot of post-production uh the actual soundtrack the music for this uh was lost for a while and then they just found it again and so there's probably lots of different versions of it floating around where maybe the the uh sound synchronization i think it was called that they uh they there may be versions that don't have the the sound effects it's it's, it's a weird thing though though because if there's a soundtrack that goes with surely it slaps your <laughs> voices over it yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it was just you know, they were reluctant. Studios were reluctant to do it. It's just like uh, going into 3D movies or whatever, which failed. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just didn't know if the technology, if people would go for it. And actually, a lot of actors and actresses fell by the wayside when non-talkies turned into talkies. Because they, they, they had terrible yeah. voices. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, and and uh, the actress in this who doesn't have a lot of things, uh, Jobi- Jobino Ralston, who plays Sylvia in this movie, mm. she went and started doing talkies, but they found out she had a, a, a lisp. Oh, disaster. And so she was like, yeah, she was Game left, over. Yeah. Yeah, left by the wayside. Anyway, that's the historical background to this. Uh, the summary is two young men, one rich, one middle class, who are in love with the same woman, become fighter pilots in World War One. So we start off, uh, and it's 1917, we're at the tail end of of uh, World War One, and Jack is dreaming, dreams of flying, and marries the girl next door, played by Clara Dow, and there's a car, and they basically uh, call it... a shooting star on it. Yes, the shooting star, and that becomes a motif throughout the entire movie. We very quickly get into a scene where the... The movie is, you got to give it credit for the, the shots and the production value. It's probably going to be my highest score that I give this movie is the production value and the work that was put into actually creating these shots. So, so, so now you're going to say something nice about the swing scene. Um, I actually found that annoying, <laughs> if I'm honest. I found it kind of uh, nauseating. Um, and I was looking at the, the actors on the swing and they didn't look comfortable. If I'm honest, because they're like just flipping over and back, and uh, the girl looks like she's gonna barf. 
Sylvia. Sylvia. Um, yeah. yeah, so Sylvia is the woman that's both Jack and David. David's a wealthy dude and his parents are wealthy. Jack's just this normal, normal dude. But yeah, the camera is basically, you can see just pictures on the internet of how they shot it. And yeah, it's, it's what you expect. There's a massive wooden platform on the other side right. of the camera where they are they are where they are at and poor mary basically get mary is in love with jack and jack doesn't jack's really, an idiot he doesn't cop it yeah yeah he's a pretty much dope anyway a massive uh subtitles come up war exclamation point exclamation <laughs> point <laughs> yeah. yeah what was very um very interesting was it showed um human male buttocks scene in the scene for 1927 in the recruitment office scene they're all getting their medical in the background and there's a bunch of naked dudes in the background which was very interesting it was uh, and and it was there seemed to be a bit of you know man on man kissing as well in, in in a friendship kind of way um, yeah so sensibilities have obviously changed somewhat since then also uh, i think David at some point fully kisses his mom on the lips as well. Yeah, which... I wrote that down uh, because I didn't feel <laughs> my <laughs> sensibilities were like, oh God, no, it's your mom. <laughs> yeah, and the, Al Jolson just did it. In the, the scene that I saw in the jazz singer, he did it to his mom too. So it must have been a 1920s thing. No we've... tongue in that one though, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> good, good. Um, we get to be introduced to one character in this scene, Shrimp, the, the humor file, but he just doesn't go anywhere in the movie. I, I don't get this. Uh, he's the guy with the tats, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dutch. The, the, the running joke is that he's got a German sounding name. Um, yeah. And he gets into fights because of it. And that, that's the joke. That is the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not great. Um, yeah, he gets knocked we, out a couple of times. Because yeah, we don't name. really... That's it. We, yeah, we don't really see him that much for the rest of the movie. It's like three scenes extra probably with him and then he, he runs he becomes an engineer later i would have been uh, an engineer yeah. as well that's way bloody safer well those planes looked a bit uh, dodgy all yeah. right so then to see one of the important scenes i guess is when uh, sylvia is making a locket for david the rich dude and jack takes it thinking it's his on the back of the photo is to david i love you whatever uh but jack takes it and thinks it thinks it's, just, it's for his yeah no. This is a whole a whole lot of um, strife could be saved if she just went. Nah, it's not for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she's like going. I can't. I couldn't. Well, it's, it, she didn't say it. It came up on the screen. I couldn't yeah, tell yeah, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, of course, Jack says goodbye to Mary with a firm handshake. Stupid. Yep. But I'm I, I not even like, a hug. I kind of found it funny though the the, the photograph that she wanted to give him it was just like her gurning beside in the garden or something you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, uh, typical Mary, like she was a bit of a tomboy oh, character. Typical Mary, eh? Yeah. Classic Mary. <laughs> Classic Mary. So David's parents aren't happy. So they're like, they're, this scene lasts for like fucking 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> where they're just sitting there. The dad is like morose. He's like stone faced and he's just looking into the distance. And then he's, he's like, emoting, right. emoting hard. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not happy. And then uh, she gives him his teddy and he takes that with him. Yeah, I, I found it funny when he was saying goodbye to his dog. It was obviously the snack in his hand. You could just yeah, see the yeah, dog yeah. going for the snack. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Give me the fucking snack. Yeah, give me the fucking Scooby snack. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, so he kisses his mom there. Uh, oh, he does. And it, it lasts a bit long for my liking as well. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit strange. So then it's mom, dad, and the dog just standing there. It's kind of... Um, humorous with the dog going yeah. so anyway camp uh, camp time happens pre boot camp and shrimp is there and he gets smacked in the face because yeah. i don't know he pisses off the, the drill the irish drill instructor, drill, start, the drill, yeah, drill instructor yeah oh yeah yeah he does mention the irish and then he shows his tattoo again and the drill and then going, oh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then obviously jack and david are not good friends because they love the same woman and they know that so there's like a montage of them doing their you know getting fit and getting ready for war and he's uh, in the middle of doing calisthenics he's drilling his foot into david's hat and yeah fucking it up basically then there's a scene then a couple of seconds later with the mass boxing i don't know what the hell was gonna why 
pilots or engineers need to have boxing gloves and beat crap out of each other with comically <laughs> large boxing gloves in a group of like 50. Yeah. Yeah, but they've become fast friends after that. They respect. Well, Jack knocks them down and David like gets up and then Jack goes, ah, you've got you know, some yeah. character. Yeah, that's I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> to be honest. If somebody snots me under the ground, I'm not going to be happy about it and go, you're great. <laughs> Let's be friends. Yeah. Boxing friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, we move on quickly enough from it. Yeah. Um, back home, and we just see a very quick shot of Mary driving, and that becomes apparent what happens to her later on. Back in the camp, Gary Cooper comes in for his cameo, and this pretty much... Uh, this scene, his little cameo, started his career off basically. Uh, yeah, he's in. He's in. A, he's only in it for about thirty seconds, but he he gets he gets title recognition yeah. on it because he's just a true guy. and his name, <laughs> and he's in yeah. it. Uh, Hello, guys. Bye. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is the first time that uh, he's with the movie is sort of. Oh, here's what we're doing. We're taking film from the movies up in the the plane up in the sky. So we see there's so many shots of this plane shadow just going across yeah. the camp. It's like it goes on forever, like just a couple of times. Right. Anyway, there's a massive crash outside. Cost of fortune. That's why it goes on forever. <laughs> well, yeah, three, two million, whatever. Yeah. So he crashes, and yeah, they're cleaning up white stuff, and uh, soon, just a couple of seconds later, after the crash, guy comes in. Yeah, you're up next. Let's go. It's like, <laughs> oh great it's, my, yeah. it's our chance to what I love is though like the training the training is this is actually quite historically accurate and it's pathetic training they get um, but mm. you get about 10 hours flight time most at most uh, and then you have to go to, into combat uh, and this it, it reminded me very much of uh, you remember Blackadder back in the day yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A British TV comedy uh, but Blackadder goes forth was set in World, World War One. In one of the episodes they decide We'll go fine. It looks easy. Uh, and then they're welcomed into the 20 minutes club and they're like, oh, that sounds cool. Is that like, you know, we just fight for 20 minutes and then we're done with the war. And the guy's like, kind of, yeah. Your average life expectancy of a pilot in World War One is 20 minutes. Hmm. Uh, so that kind of reminded me that the, the, the crash straight away in this kind of shows how lethal this job is for the guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and... Actually, the actors learned how to fly in further scenes. They actually did fly the planes. It, and it's super impressive. To, like, these aren't great planes, let's be honest. They're not the most maneuverable, and they do damn good flying. <laughs> no, there's like the German one they show is a bloody steering wheel. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That must be accurate for the Fockers. Yeah, there's a I'm bunch not of Fockers. In, the name of the plane. Yeah, there's a bunch of Fockers in this. Actually, when I lived in Germany, like there were still like Fokker 50s and Fokker 100s flying for Air Berlin, and I remember I took I flew in a Fokker 50, I think, in a oh, Fokker wow. 100. Yeah, but they weren't like prop planes or anything. Just, <laughs> the guy at the front like, jets the propeller that started. <laughs> yeah. All right, off you go, low skates. Uh, yeah, so they they go on Dawn Patrol, and uh, and that's when they meet the uh, flying circus, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, there's one change from history that I, I don't really understand why they bothered. Because um, the leader of, in in historical terms, the leader of the flying circus was the Red Baron, or mm. uh, Manfred von Richthofen. Um, they changed his name in this for, I don't know why they were scared he was going to sue. Yeah, it's like Kellerman or something. Kellerman, yeah, Kellerman, Count Kellerman. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe did the Red Baron survive World War One? Nope. Oh, there you go. He died with twenty. Oh, he died with eighty confirmed kills. So he was he was pretty nifty. Um, he died twenty eight years of age, I think. Damn. I, I did a bit of googling because his na- his name was annoying me. I I knew it was wrong. It was just like, nah, nah, that's that ain't right, buddy. Yeah, that's weird. They they changed it up, but yeah, yeah, this came out not not long after. It's like nine years after World War One. So there was a bit of, I don't know, maybe they uh, didn't pretty, want to memorialize fresh, like, him. That's and actually, it, yeah. and Kellerman in this in this uh, in this movie was quite a admirable character because uh, in one of the scenes, David is yeah, actually it's this scene. There's a massive like war, war scene with Kellerman, yeah, yeah, Klaus Kellerman, I think, whatever. Um, and it's like the fight scenes are you know they're excellent. Like, it's crazy. No, they are. They, they did really it. are good. Yeah, like Top Gun does it now, and we go, man, that's crazy. But 
they had cameras on the front of the planes here, and these are these are real shots. Anyway, David's gun jams, and Klaus Kalman's like, oh, yeah, no worries, I'm not going to shoot you. So, yeah, I think that's, again, I think that's historically accurate, because there was a, unlike the lads down in the trenches, um, there was a, um, a brethren across the divides mm. in this, like, they, mm, they respected true. each other. Um, now, obviously, that's the last time that ever happened in a war, to be honest. Um, yeah. But, but in World War One, the, the, the flyboys all, you know, looked out for each other, even on different sides, which is weird. Yeah, probably just because of the shit they both go through in different yeah. sides. Yeah. Um, there was a good scene as well. Like, I, you know, you got to give them credit for the ideas they had. Like, Jack's plane is shot up and it shows the bullet holes go into his fuselage and the fuselage disappears and shows the busted pipe inside. Yeah. It's quite quite good. For its time, actually, technically difficult for them to do, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. No like CGI the sh- then. <laughs> yeah, like the champagne bubbles later on. Oh, God. I, I, well, <laughs> I don't get that. I just, no, no, it's weird. It's five minutes of the movie, you just like make no sense. But we can talk about that. We'll not, we'll yeah, yeah. Um, so Mary, Mary is a driver. She's in the war. She's driving around in a Jeep all happy and stuff. There's a ominous introduction to the gotha plane loading up its bombs some cool overhead shots of it being wheeled out of its yeah, warehouse it's it a giant plane um, mm. i suppose for its time perhaps it was uh but yeah it's just like a big bike two cessnas now yeah yeah no it's great it's great um some good shots oh yeah yeah uh there was actually this scene with mary in the village where it gets bombed mm, yeah that was real bombs right yeah, that for like, so yeah, so to explain this scene, there was multiple um, POVs of this scene. There was from the plane itself, and you just saw the bombs go down, and they yeah, just the bomb blew up the house open, and they just yeah. literally kicked them out, and then stuff fair. actually explodes. And there's no way that was special effects. So it's impressive. No, it's very impressive. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so Mary is down there. She just parked up her Jeep and she just hides under it and the staple of the church just falls on the car, <laughs> which looked a bit fake, but, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on around her. It was yeah. quite a quite a good scene, actually, and I've, I've clipped it already just to put it on our TikTok because I think that's a decent scene. Uh, there's a, and a bunch of uh, English, I think, or American soldiers get their ceiling falls in and then on the basement as well, and that's well shot as well. Very well shot, yeah. Also, we have to mention that when the guns are firing, there's also like a overlay of, you know, painted gun flare in orange. I don't know. Yeah, if that, I thought that was impressive as well. Um, I, that must have been scratched on or etched on. Uh, yeah, after the, something the shots like that. were taken. That's that's impressive for the time. Yeah, that's the same with the bubbles. I guess it's just hand drawn onto each frame or whatever. That's that's time consuming. That really is time consuming. That's where the money went, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jack and David save the day. They go after the Gotha and the two planes, and uh, yeah, they get their they get their uh, medals. Yeah, they're now officially fighter pilot aces. Yeah, so then we get the, the famous scene in Paris when they're they're getting a bit of leave, and they're in this big uh, Folly Auberge, famous pub or whatever. And we see a massive sort of tracking shot, which goes, pushes through like four or five tables until everybody separates. And we see Jack there getting trashed on champagne. So uh, it's, a great, it's a great scene, though, isn't it? It's like a great a, scene. For, for what so, they ha- had available to them at that time. It's like obviously very practical effect, but just works so well. It's very, very good. Yeah. And I read that they wrote stories for each of the couples at the tables oh so really actually yeah so they're kind of you can see you can well you can make up your own stories for them if you want but there's there's you know there's people this is a couple having an affair so you can see them look around like just you know paranoid where they're seen so yeah so it was made by a camera on a overhead track going through basically slowly and as the camera went by obviously the actors split it apart jumped out of the way yeah yeah, so, no, it's great, though. But uh, I re- actually, Brad, I don't know if it's true that the actor who played Jack, he was actually drunk. <laughs> he was 22 years old and hadn't drunk a lot, so I think 
So they actually use champagne. real champagne on them. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's corroborated, but oh, okay, yeah. it would be but, nice to think that. <laughs> yeah, he certainly looks trashed when it finally peels into him. Bubbles. Yeah, so there's bubbles. There's lots of so he gets fascinated by bubbles in the champagne, and then this sort of hand sketched animated bubbles come out, and "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" song pops up and. Yeah, he's obviously messing around with, with ladies and then Mary goes in and gets desperately sad because she he doesn't recognize her because he's basically trolley. He's trolleyed. <laughs> so so some sort of weird woman just goes to the goes to Mary. Yeah, put this dress yeah, on. Yeah, this is a back. very strange toilet scene, wasn't it? Here, put on this dress and you know, seduce your drunken man friend. Yeah. That seems a bit um, advantage taking. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, so yeah, so she goes back out and wins him over or whatever, but it doesn't matter because he falls asleep on the bedroom beds that they went up to. And then, um, yeah, again, we've another sort of semi sort of nude yeah, scene, I, which is I was shocking. I'm surprised here um, because. You can basically, yeah, she's kind of topless for a yeah, half scene, a, isn't she? Yeah, for a split second. And I think it's probably the first maybe nude scene in cinema history. I'm not sure about that. But I or read about, something from the lad's buttocks earlier. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, So we've got lad's buttocks earlier and then we've got a chest, Mary's chest in this one. So she's getting dressed. She's trying to get her work clothes on again. And then some military police pop in and go, Oh, yep, oy, oy. This is nice. And then it lingers on their faces for fucking five minutes, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically gets fired. We get to find out because she's not allowed to do that. Seems unusual, but okay. You're fired <laughs> yeah. for getting your rocks off with somebody else on service. Yeah. Well, we're kind of getting into the last couple of big scenes here, but they kind of last for a long time. Uh, they're back out in the field, David and Jack, and David's got a hunch. I'm not coming back today, man. Got a bad T- feeling about this. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking episode. <laughs> All movies should be compared to Tropic Thunder. <laughs> uh, so Jack's going, nah, nah, you'll be back. And then be grand. David's got a letter from Sylvia about David or about Jack and Jackson. She's basically saying in the letter, oh, Jack still thinks I love him, but it's not true or whatever. Yeah, at some point she needs to, you know, drop the bombshell on him because <laughs> keeping them strung along for like, how many years is it now? <laughs> Two years? Yeah. It's a bit harsh. So, yeah. so they have a little bit of a fight and, Did you it? know, David's Instead of, he picks up the picture that falls out of the locket and instead of giving it back to him, he rips it up because he doesn't really want to, he doesn't want Jack to see the message in the back that's it's for David, it's not for Jack. So they kind of leave on their last mission. He leaves his teddy bear behind and that's the bad omen. Yeah, and then they had this thing. They did. So when they when they were going up together in the planes, uh, I think it was Dave said to Jack, all set and he got an okay back. But he refused the okay this time, uh, which, you know, is very ominous. You know, you know something bad's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was written in the cards. Yeah. It was all set. And so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, big fight scene again and just crazy shot, technically excellent. Very impressive fight scene. Especially fight the scenes. ones where it's... Uh, face on on the the pilots because you know nowadays you just think to just sit them in a blue screen behind them and they'll be standing there with the joystick you know flying the plane yeah this is people flying a plane and doing some ridiculously dangerous stuff as well so it's very impressive yeah and i think they they got a lot of army people involved in the production and you know, got all this, these planes. I think actually they were running out of money or something and the military did help them or something, something, something like that. So there's a lot of sort of accurate technical things in the movie. But yeah, I think the the whole, like if the movie didn't have these fight scenes, we'd be going, what the hell are we watching? Well, that's very true, actually, because aside from the technical impressiveness of it all, um, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know? it's, like the, the main story. I'm getting to rating it later, but it's it's a bit weak. To be honest, it's you know a love triangle. <sighs> yeah, it's a love triangle, but that, that one side of the triangle, Sylvia, just doesn't have a part to play in it at all. No. Obviously, you've got the girl next door, Mary, who's probably the most interesting character in this in the movie. Well, that uh, kind of makes it a, a love rectangle. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, she's like on the on the outs. It's like mm. she's not even part of the rectangle. So it is a triangle and she's outside the triangle. She's yeah. an external foci. <laughs> well done, <laughs> sir. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mrs. McCavitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I like that. It was quite funny when... Uh, so yeah, so they're both they're both fighting and they get separated and uh, there's these air balloons. That's why they're going they're going chasing after the these air balloons. Yeah, and then it's they're like spotters. beer. Yeah. It's beer zeit in the lift balloons. It's two lads having a few beers it's and then great, yeah. Jack the, comes and fucks them up. Yeah, yeah. Asshole. yeah. Just have a couple of beers and then again, the, yeah. My blimp. yeah, it's great though. Like the scene from the airplane just shows him diving onto the to the balloon and it's yeah it's great uh david crashes oh actually there is i read somewhere there's two major well it says in imdb there were two major injuries somebody broke their neck and i believe it might have been david's crash perhaps where the stunt man broke his neck but he was fine he came back to the film shoot after six weeks or something Go but then back, i read back so- in the day he didn't get time off or broken <laughs> no 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 wow uh and then I think it was stupidly written. They said, yeah, some guy was injured. Then he died. It's like, well, then just say that. Don't say he was injured. Just, yeah, like he was injured. How was he injured? He got his head cut off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died after that. getting injured <laughs> in that order. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was like, there was thousands of extras. Like in this final scene, there's like overhead views of the trenches, the trench fields and you know, it's it's an amazing, like, it's, you know, it's bigger than Saving Private Ryan scenes. Like, there's so many more huge, people involved. Yeah. Uh, I still think they just they didn't know how to die properly in these movies yet, though, did they? Like, it was all like, oh, and then they'd pirouette and... Yeah, but I think that was kind of part of the the whole non-talking thing as well. Everything has to be extra, you know? You have to emote the, emote the hell out of it. Yeah. So when you yeah. die, you die. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure the audience knows you died. There's no sound yet, so we're waiting for the sound to be invented. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So anyway, Kellerman again is is a, is a sound bloke. He drops a note on the airfield, going, "Yo, you're a uh, your, your pilot died. Yeah, sorry about that. He crashed and died." And then we've we've got these trench warfare scenes. Uh, Jack's on a rampage, basically. He's, he's yeah. basically on a one-man wrecking machine. He goes down to So they're doing the big down. push at this point. This is basically the end of the war, the big last push. Yeah, yeah. And the um, German line lines are being stormed by the Allies. Uh, yeah, there's tank-crushing Yeah, that, 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 that on the um, machine gun pillbox. Uh, mm. That was harsh. <laughs> that was harsh. Got a tank in your face. Yeah, and the... Uh, I actually saw an animation recently of the actual uh, the line in World War One, and it's somebody had the data points for each platoon or whatever, and from nineteen fourteen to nineteen eighteen, it just stayed there with a yeah. couple of a couple of pushes here and there. But the, the, the end sort of run up, it just went. They just went crazy. The the Allies and pushed just, yeah, just everybody go now. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, what are we waiting for? It's been four years, whatever. Let's go. We're going to stay here forever. But the problem is that their their tactics at the time had not adapted to the fact that we have machine guns now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you just do a push on that. And for the most part, everybody dies. They sorted that out by World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's really sorted now. They could kill yeah. people much better. Yeah, so Jack is Jack's mowing down a lot of columns of Germans and stuff, and David by this time isn't dead. He crashed his plane, but he's behind enemies. Enemy lines. Slightly shot at this point. Slightly shot. Then he decides to nick a German plane. Nick's a fucker. He does nick a fucker. <laughs> and the yeah. fuckers aren't too happy with that. Yeah, when he messes them all up. 
He does. He takes a couple of runs at them and, you know, has yeah. a... A fucker on the, f- uh, on, on the ground is no good. No. So then big words, victory comes up and yay, it's the end of World War One. But unfortunately, Jack meets David in the sky. On his way home, yeah. David's going... Go one more, one more for the road. David's going, no, it's me, Jack. Don't you know it's me? Yeah. No. Well, don't. of course he doesn't. He can't, yeah, he can't hear you. Because he it's, it's, it's not a talkie. He can't hear you. Yeah, it's not a talkie. Oi! He was waiting for the uh, text to come up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he crashes after getting you know, shot to shite by his buddy. Swiss cheesed by yeah. Jack. Crashes into him. Actually, the woman and the daughter who comes out, I believe, is the director's wife and daughter. Who is it? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Sorry, you go ahead there. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, there's a very interesting scene that pops up after this. I'll let you finish this out, but uh, the conveyance of the cadaver afterwards is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah I picked that up too. <laughs> we'll get to it in a second, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he gets dragged into the, to the thing and there's a French dude there going, yeah, you're screwed. You've got a couple of minutes. And then they bring Jack in and Jack goes, oh my God. Oh, I shot my buddy. David what? and then he yeah Selagur is Selagur that's that's the war buddy yeah, yeah. um it's uh I like how some randomer who goes yeah he's got about two minutes how do you know that <laughs> yeah medical advancement hasn't hasn't got to that point just yet it's impressive I'd say he's got about forty seven seconds maybe <laughs> <laughs> well if his guts were hanging out his stomach I would have you know I'd been fine but he didn't look too bad no he was just a, hey, hey, I feel a bit sick yeah then he. They have a nice long kiss. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, a new, again a, unusual for our sensibilities of now nowadays. Like you know, you don't go around kissing your buddies. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. Times have changed. We don't do that anymore. Well, maybe some people do. Yeah, people who are comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I have to admit. Um, to be honest, if you're dying, you 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 ain't getting no tongue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we have the the culmination all set. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's a very visual um, scene where the propeller of the plane stops. Then and I that's, actually quite like that. That's a nice yeah. um, tying it up sort of scene. That's uh, yeah. He's toast. No more and flying so, for you, buddy. How do you think I described the conveyance of the dead body in three words? Uh, I wrote down on mine I wrote down Bernard Cart Corpse WTF (laughs) (laughs) No I just went Fucking dog cart (laughs) (laughs) It was the most Surreal scene Because it's not done For comedy I I, I assume It's not done for comedy Uh, But I've never seen A St. Bernard Pulling a cart with a corpse in it before and I don't think I'll ever see it again um, it was weird I, I don't understand why it was in the movie I loved it that it was in the movie but I don't get it yeah it just came out of nowhere and he was struggling as well the poor dog but yeah he's pulling a corpse he's not a there horse was, there was a yeah there was a bloody hill up there and they, there was a guy yeah he got a couple of salutes David as well so you know it was if I had connected with David in any way I would have been emotional about it but yeah i wasn't i, I was wasn't. just more interested in the dog's welfare to be honest yeah <laughs> i was then thinking no they must have had like a platoon of dogs to help with <laughs> carting dogs, yeah. when they run out of horses it quite possibly is true yeah anyway uh, everybody returns from war and jack is returning well not not everybody <laughs> Oops, a, lot of people, yeah. a lot of people didn't make it back no hundreds of millions or whatever worldwide uh yeah so jack goes to david's family eh sorry about shooting your son hey <laughs> here's his <No>. teddy bear it's <laughs> his teddy bear <laughs> there we go then we finish off with mary he's back at his house mary's you know girl next door across the fence hops across and then he realizes, wait a second, I love you, you're deadly. <laughs> then there's a shooting star. And then Mary says, ah, oh, when well, you know when it happens. Or he says, and this yeah. ties back to the first scene, because yeah. she says to him in the first scene, you know what happens when you see a shooting star? You can kiss the girl you love, or the person you love. And he yeah. says it back to her in this. 
and it ties up and he realizes that he was being an idiot all these years, didn't actually like Sylvia all that much and fancied Mary. I think he fancied Mary because he was stuck with her and he found out he didn't like him. Yeah. We see Sylvia for a brief second in between these scenes just sitting in the garden weeping and there's no conversation. Like, I, you know, why not wrap that up? Go, you know, Sylvia goes, it was David all along, you know, something like that. Yeah. It was, to be honest, it was kind of his chance to get with her, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got him I'm out of back. <laughs> yeah. David wasn't good enough to survive the war. I only shot him a little bit, so. But I also now have it. a... I also now have a crippling champagne addict addiction. <laughs> Sorry. Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He probably wakes, he probably woke up from the, every night for the next, the rest of his life just going, Bubbles. <laughs> Poor Mary's there going, Jesus Christ. What have I done? Yeah. This guy's an alco. All right. I don't want to leave without saying I respect the entire technical production of this movie. Yeah. It's hard, though, to rate a movie that is historically significant, but also you have to rate it as a movie that you either enjoy or you didn't. Yeah. So I I don't know what your take on it is, but I'm more into the enjoyment of movies, not the technical aspects of them. So I rated it with the enjoyment in, in mind, not that I didn't take into consideration the technical aspects of it as well, but. I didn't bump it up too much for that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm just looking at my final scores here, and I, I'm trying to just not be an asshole about it, but I don't late, think buddy. I am. No. So I'm giving the plot two out of five. It's below average. It's a sort of very plain love story triangle thing, obviously, with Mary coming into it. It adds a little bit more depth to it, but it doesn't get that far. Obviously, war is war. Uh, I didn't... Yeah, say like a, uh, you know, with, with Saving Private Ryan, the, the plot isn't the best thing about it. It's the production value. And this is probably going to mirror something along those lines. So I'm giving two. Uh, I went with 2.5 and I wrote down harsh question mark as well. Um, I may have bumped it up a little bit because of the <coughs> the, the time period it was done. And, uh, you know, it, it's not a talkie. Um, and everybody's moving like crazy. Storylines weren't all that complex back in the day. Uh, maybe it would get substantially higher had we been in 1929. But yeah, two and a half is as much as I could give it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give two and a half to the acting. I, I That might be generous, but I really like Clara Bow, and I think she's becoming my, this sort of, I don't know, hero for me uh, just after watching it, just after knowing her story now and how much of a shit show of a life she had and maybe taylor swift and i can talk about this when <laughs> she's on next week yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so i think it's mostly for clara because i was looking through her scenes today just picking clips for tiktok and trudy is kind of just cute in a way that she's very happy that you know when she was waving at jack the shooting star when he was, mm. when he when he saved them from the the gotha plane she was just happy and joyful and you could see her saying the actual words without hearing her. And then, you know, she was, she had a face for she definitely silent movies. Yeah. She did have a face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to agree with you completely. I thought she was, I'm not, I'm not going to say excellent, but I thought she stood out in terms of acting. The, the two guys were kind of, kind of caricatures. She's, she's actually not, I think she was a character. Um, and she was quite interesting the whole way through it. Whereas everybody else, I was like, eh. Yeah, actually, do you know what? I When I saw Gary Cooper come in I, and then he was over, it was like, he was actually good for the two minutes he, he was, was in it. He was genuinely good. And then he was gone. <laughs> yeah, then you go. Blew up in the middle of. You don't even see him dying. It's just, uh, and he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, the next one sound brackets trash. <laughs> That's kind of hard. Give. <laughs> I yeah. give it five. <laughs> I just wrote down NA. It doesn't, it can't be scored. You're doing NA. Well, that's, you know, I'm, I'm just, I just gave it two because I needed to give it something. So, uh, I give because, it 2.5 just to make it average out then, I suppose. Like it, what did it, you give acting? 2.5? I give 2.5 for acting as well. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the music is, yeah. Like you, you actually got to hear some soundtrack so 
Yeah, so I heard sound effects, and you obviously heard the music, didn't you? You just weren't watching two and a half hours of silence, were you? I watched two and a half hours of silence. You fucking idiots. <laughs> I didn't know it was... What? I, tried, I, got, I got three different versions of it, and they were all silent completely. <laughs> you need to look at a website that I get most of my stuff from. Okay. okay. Uh, Does, you got it on YouTube? That's weird. Yeah, Why? YouTube, yeah. Yeah, well, that's probably... I don't know. Yeah, probably not the most official, like, the stuff. Yeah, the ones that maybe are remixed and everything find their way onto more structured websites, let's say. Yeah. Like, not some idiot in a basement in Nebraska going, it says wings, it's silent, let me upload Techn- it. Technically correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an absolute horror show for me to watch. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, I'm going to send you a link after this and you're going to have to watch it again. No, 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 no. Well, then you probably do have to go NA because you didn't have any fucking sound. Yeah, that's why I wrote that NA. I, I thought there was none. Sorry. Um, I I thought it was like a silent movie, so it was silent. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even non-talkies have music. That's just Yeah, but I always thought it was a, a lad on a... Like a oh, piano. live in the movie yeah, theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was true, though. That did happen. Maybe, but not in this case. Anyway, you'll um, you'll see when I send you the link what these scenes are kind of supposed I, to be I, like. I don't get the feeling that it would have made all that much difference, to be honest, though. Um. Yeah. All right, listen. Because of the production value and what they did for a 1927 movie, I'm giving production 4.5. Ooh, big number. Yeah, because... I need to give it the respect it deserves. And I think with all the average scoring I've given it, I think production value and for what it is in the annals of cinema history, the fight scenes, the airplanes they used and just, and the shots sometimes of just going into the cafe, going across all the tables and this, you know, they, he, they very made something. Yeah. yeah they made something for the time. Um, I had it at 4.5 myself. Um, but I knocked it down for one thing, um, not because of you know t- technical aspects, but the bubble scene annoyed me because it kept because <laughs> it kept going on. Yeah, and I knocked it down because of that. It's yeah, then harsh, it, maybe I'm being a bit pedantic, but no, that's fine. No, I felt the same way. You are giving four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt the same because even when he went into the bedroom, he started getting bubbles out of the bedpost. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's like no, what, what's happening? Yeah, like, you know, having been drunk quite a few times myself, I can categorically <laughs> say that has never happened. No, no, for sure. Maybe it was just a World War One thing along with kissing men in the mouth. Yeah, times have changed. Um, Empire Magazine, they must have given this retroactively because they weren't around in 1927. <laughs> uh, David Parkinson gave it 60 out of 100. He said, Clara Bow is mesmerizing in this head ahead of its Thai Air Force drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I don't like uh, the Clara Bow thing. Yeah, and New York Daily News gave it 100. I'm guessing this was back in the day. It says, this is a great and glorious movie. And its makers have a right to be proud of themselves. That sounds very 1920s, just yeah. very straightforward and clap on the back. All right, so um, let's shoot down this Fokker and finish hey. this episode. <laughs> and we will choose. So this is our last random pick of the uh, all-time list of Oscar winners for pictures. Are you happy about that? Yeah, I think we've been... Um, spoilt a little bit. We've indulged ourselves with some good movies and some historically important movies, so it's time to go back to the drudgery of mid-table misery. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. So yeah, so the Oscars are next week, I believe, if I do my maths correctly, and yeah, our next episode will be out after that. So we'll be back to normal for episode 49, but episode 48 will be our last uh, Oscar winner, and let's roll the dice right now. And we are getting episode, or episode, we're getting number 61. Yeah, okay. Which is... <laughs> you better have some time on your hands. It's Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, crikey. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever watched one. it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it fully, so I'm it is okay with it. I have, I have seen it uh, a long time ago, but um, 
Yeah, it is a crazy long movie. How long do you think it is? Oh, three and a half. Um, Lawrence of Arabia is three hours and 38 minutes long. Yeah, from now. <laughs> we, at least, you know, it'd be interesting to compare it to the Sean Connery movie that was, was a ripoff of this. So, the Wind and the Lion. The Wind and the Lion, yeah. Uh, well, there was a re-release in 2002, so uh, the summary in Metacritic has the 40th anniversary release of David Lean's 1962 masterpiece, starring Peter O'Toole as one of the most electrifying debuts in film history. So uh, we're going to have to see, we're going to have to synchronize which versions we watch and you don't watch a silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is terrible. Three and a half hours and no music. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's he saying? <laughs> uh, I know, I'm looking forward to this actually. You know, yeah, three and a half hours. It's going to be a slog, but it's a good movie. Yeah, Or at least sure. it was when I was a kid. No, it'll be good actually to to, to go through it, and uh, we've got a lot of we've had a lot of classics in this Oscar winning uh, run of episodes. So finish it off with a bona fide epic classic, I would guess, and that'll be a good end before we go back to watching mutants from outer space or something. Or Metroland. Metroland Two. <laughs> oh, this time it's more miserable. <laughs> yeah, or gurning. <laughs> all right so yeah so that's great so we'll see you all on episode 48 for lawrence of arabia which will be cool and uh follow us on tiktok or whatever if you want to see some clips from these movies that we just talk about so if you don't actually know these movies we put scenes from the movies onto tiktok so you can actually see the movies if you're not following along and watching them with us and yeah, we're all on uh, all the podcast platforms on YouTube. So check us out there and subscribe and follow. We're getting a couple of followers new on Spotify every week, uh, which is good. And so yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.